Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Waters Runs Deep podcast. Uh, I think tonight, Amanda, in honor of her birthday, happy birthday, Amanda, is going to do lizard people tonight. Amanda, you want to talk us, tell us about lizard people? Oh, I am so excited. Um, I have been making lizard people jokes for a long time now, and I'm very excited to share where this theory comes from. Um, and then talk about specifically why I love the lizard theory, lizard people theory. Uh, but first, I wanted us to talk about Florida Man. So, are we ready? Um, our Florida Man topic today: <laughs> Florida Man accused of urinating in middle of street while directing traffic. He was peeing while he was directing traffic? Yes, he was directing traffic while urinating in the middle of the That street. is multi-talented. What was, was his wang out? Traffic? Was his wang out? Was the pee stream uh, directing traffic? Oh. Oh, that would be, was he like flapping it? Using that to point you're, what direction to go. go. <laughs> you're able okay, to go. Well, I am not sure if the wang was out. I assume it was. It says that he that there were two vehicles stopped at the intersection with the man waving at a vehicle to go around him. Um, he thought that deputy thought that there might have been an accident, but that they saw the man urinating in the middle of two turn lanes while using his other hand to wave drivers past him. Nice. When, at, wow. when asked why he was conducting a traffic stop, the individual said, "I drank a lot of water and couldn't wait for the light." Before apologizing for his behavior. Don't mind me, just taking a piss. So did he have his hazards on? Uh, <laughs> did he have say. his hazards on? I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, awesome. I mean. He was actually the passenger of the vehicle. And when the driver was interviewed, um, he said a backpack inside the car that belonged to the individual who was urinating. Um, had a bottle with mar- a bottle with marijuana residue, a digital scale, and baggies. Oh, got some intent but to distribute too. It yeah. doesn't seem like there was actually marijuana, just the residue, the scale, and the baggies. So I think he already distributed. He sold out and he had well, a piece so bad. I mean, business was busy, you know? You ever get yeah. like really busy and you ain't got a chance to go pee? Car Every day. down. I, I got a whiz. I mean, there are there have been moments where I'm like, I have to go so bad, but I'm very far from home. So what do I do? So Mike, like, okay, so he had his hand on his junk peeing. What was he aiming at? Like he couldn't just let it go. We free up both hands for directing traffic and just let her ride. I don't think he wanted to get on his pants. He still had to. I don't. He wasn't like pants down, ass out. That's how I pee. When I go to like urinals and stuff in public restroom. You just drop your drawers all the way down. All the way down to the ankles like I'm eight-year-old pissing at a urinal. (laughs) My God. You're the one that that when we walk in, you just get a face full of ass right there. Yeah. I like that. And I just give a head nod. People like give me the side eye when they got to stand next to me. I just give them a little head nod like, yep, that just happened. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, listen, they're either going to stand next to you or stand behind you. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's only if you're in San Francisco, I hear. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Who hurts your Wow. <laughs> I I'm going to have to start doing that, that though. That's, that's going to be fantastic. I'm going to start try standing it. at the Why? urinal with my britches all the way down. Are you it depends like, on the restroom. That there's dirt? Well, my pants aren't that loose that they're hanging on the ground. My shoes kind of keep them up. Yeah. So the, the pants aren't getting in anything. Because everybody knows, all guys know, every, I don't know what it is, if it's just drips or what, but there is always a subtle puddle of piss right at the base of a urinal. Always. <laughs> it's True there. Story. I don't know what it is. People just shaking and getting a little wild with it or what, but there's always well, just a... What I'm thinking is you got the guys that aren't long enough, like not standing close enough. So when that dribble, you know, when you lose the, the oomph in your stream, like yeah. you're coming to the end and there's not a lot of push on it, you know? Kind of just you drip, just get drip. that little drip. Yeah, a little drip, drip down on the bottom. I was going to say, are we sure it's not ricochet from a very intense stream? That could be Okay, cute. so you do have to worry about ricochet. And Chris, yeah. you can, yeah. So you, you have to aim at like the curve of the urinal. Yeah. So you just get it to like ride that curve around and it doesn't come back and splatter on you. Learning Some of them have more. targets. Yeah, some some uh, urinals have targets in them. They're not like a normal target. They're like subtle, but yeah. Look, some of them will put a fly on there because yeah. you know we're always trying to aim and hit it. No, 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 no. Like a sticker on the back of the urinal. Oh, there'll be a fly back there, or there'll be like a little target, or, you know, something that you'll want to pee on. Well, that's yeah. Well, they use they use little like screen looking things too. You should aim for that too, the center of that, because that disperses yeah. it, so it doesn't splash back. And then yeah, you, you really I'm just always praying I'm like not going to get a disease. From a urinal cake? No, from when we, oh, when I go to the bathroom, I'm like trying to like, <laughs> water. So hard. like, like, <laughs> it's hard. Like you guys have it lucky. Like you get to play a game while you're peeing while we're literally practicing like yoga, trying to like be in like crouching tiger stance or sure. like, Chair pose. It's you chair know, pose. yeah, like chair okay, pose. Yeah. Chair pose. Yeah. Chair, it literally is chair pose. And you're like, don't touch anything. Like, it's, it's, so, it's I mean, a rough that's, life. that's why like girls' legs are strong. Like, and, and, you know, they keep those in shape because y'all have to like do that whole chair pose gimmick. Like, we do that out in the woods. You have to lean up against a tree or something. Yeah. You got to shit. Uh, You're right, boss. Well, that, that tea seems to be whipping that tail. Apparently, it's the first time I've drank out of a bottle. <laughs> I thought you were aware of that for a second. <laughs> that lid on that tea just went like whoosh. I know our, our yeah, listeners can't see, but that went very far. Yeah. Jumped off there. Chris had the ricochet with the lid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'd rather have a lid ricochet than to go. Yeah, I know. Be using a bottle here in a minute. Been there, done that. Uh, yeah. We also can't do that very well either. Hold on, hold on. Wait, didn't you say Florida man had a bottle? Oh, yeah, had, right. Well, he he. Yeah, but that was his bottle, marijuana tote. But the so bar- marijuana had desperate. It had marijuana I mean, really, residue in it. But you can't pee in the marijuana tote. Like, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not too often you come around another marijuana tote. Well, it's probably only like that big too. I mean, how much pee are you really going to get in there? Well, it depends. He had a scale and everything else, so he might have had a bigger bottle. That's true. That's true. 
So what well, did, did they like, they arrest him? Yes, he was taken to jail. I would hope so. I mean, he went to jail. <laughs> and standing in the middle of an intersection is kind of uh, well, that well, kind hey. of goes along with that public nudity or impeding traffic and public indecency. Impeding, he said, impeding yeah. traffic. <laughs> I like the play on words. That was awesome. <laughs> I know nobody caught it. You were the only one who caught it. Impeding. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good stories. Let's get into our topic. Here we go. At least he had one hand to flag with. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine if he'd had to throw the other hand up real quick to stop traffic? Yeah, it pissed all over the place. Piss would have went everywhere. <laughs> Well, he might have also right, didn't use the bottle because maybe his friend was like, you ain't doing that shit in my car. Uh, and so he was like, well, all right. I mean, we'll the car doesn't over. sound like it was the best car the anyways. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't seem like the best friend either to pull him under the bus of saying he had all this shit in the backpack. Well, I'm sure the friend was too. worried. I'm sure the friend was worried about them going through the car. They're like, he's like, oh, nope. Oh, boy's got some shit not in the car. Mine. It's not mine. Not it. Not it. I'm just an Uber driver. Yeah. Um, That's all right. Hilarious. Well, let's talk about some lizard people. They are among us. They are blood-drinking, flesh-eating, shape-shifting, extraterrestrial, reptilian humanoids. And their only objective in their cold, little-blooded, cold-blooded little heads is to enslave the human race. Couldn't have said it better you? myself. Absolutely. <laughs> they are our leaders, our corporate executives, our beloved Oscar-winning actors, and our Grammy-winning singers. They're the ones that are responsible for the Holocaust, the Oklahoma City bombings, and the 9-11 attacks. At least that's what this one guy who seems to be the lizard expert, uh, David Icke, uh, prefers to say. I love David Icke, Manda. You're not about to slam my friend, are you? I, I am not. I have nothing okay. bad about David Icke to say because I know that you love him. Although is- I think he is as crazy as that one friend we had growing up, Chris. <laughs> Yes, but he's been right quite a bit, and he's got something going. He does. Before you get into it, you know he does like. I'm sure you might even got into this in your research, but he goes around. Well, at least he did. I don't know if he still does, and he does these lectures, and it's not like one or two hours, and then other people talk. Like he goes up and he literally talks for like eight to twelve hours straight. Like nonstop, eight to twelve hours straight, and he'll run down the entire like topic. Okay, so that's when you need a bottle in a twelve-hour yeah. lecture. I'm sorry, I'm not. You better be um, a female getting naked or something like that to entertain me for twelve hours. Yeah, and it's not oh comfy God. chairs. Huh? I can't believe I forgot to send this to you. Sorry to change the subject, but did I tell you all how I learned about how astronauts use the bathroom in space? No. They just pee in their suits because of gravity. <coughs> like you can't actually like, use a toilet. 
and they have a toilet, no, but sometimes it doesn't no, work. No, no, yes, no, I will send no, it to no, you. No, no, no. Yes. So they wait, used to wait, pee wait. in their suits. They have they a used pee bag in then, there, right? Then they no, got the well, pee bag, but the pee bag sometimes <laughs> didn't work. It would cause, especially for women, it would cause like urinary tract infections and stuff. And then they had a poop bag. So they had to like carry around their poop in their suits. And then they built a uh, toilet that is fine, but sometimes the toilet doesn't work or it's broken and they have to go back to using the poop bag. Um, or sometimes the toilet breaks and the poop just kind of floats around. And she left us hanging. I was going to well. say, did we just leave Amanda? <laughs> Amanda, oh, we, did you okay, so me? we got the whole, the toilet works, sometimes didn't work and, and then we lost you. And the poop then floats around in the space center. Oh, that's fun. So I I know Chris, you're muted, but I know in the space shuttle they had a hose that would like suction the pee, <laughs> like so you'd put your little member in there and pee, and it would suction it into a bag. But I guess Elon Musk had to come up with a new thing for his capsule. That it's all fake. That is true. Flying new. <laughs> they so didn't Jay, go to that space. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> and the earth is flat and there's a hole in the south pole yeah and the sun is equal or smaller sizes than these. there you go there you go we have just oh, rounded out our 16 16- oh and bats carry uh more than just diseases yeah oh yeah was it bats or pigeons <laughs> No, it's bats. Bat bats, bombs. Bats, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bat bombs. <laughs> that was my favorite yeah. episode so far. <laughs> yeah. And aliens are among us. So, folks, we've just rounded out our 16 episodes <laughs> right there. And, <laughs> right and, there. And that brought us back to episode 16, the aliens are among us, along with the lizard people that are definitely oh. among us. Well, they're actually I think aliens, they are the, so. Yeah, they're, I think they're the higher up. They're like the top dogs of the alien clans. They're like the evil ones. They call them the Dragos. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm so according, Go ahead. no, you're, you're, it's fine. According to lizard people theory, bloodthirsty reptilian aliens first arrived on the earth during ancient times. Since then, there has been merging with humans through the manipulation of DNA, as well as interbreeding, interbreeding with the human population. So currently what is assumed that what we have actually are not pure reptile and aliens, but probably more like off, like uh, interbreeding with humans. So they still have that human-ish form, but they have alien DNA and stuff in them. Um, The goal of this process, that the reason they did this was because they wanted to go gain control of our world by obtaining positions of power and influence. So that again includes like royalty, politicians, popular entertainers, et cetera, et cetera. And Chris is among the 4% of Americans who believe in this lizard people theory. Uh, Again, most noted by David Icke, who has written several books in which he provides evidence and further explanation as to this, why this theory is real, et cetera. Uh, This theory has come about in the early 2000s, but there has been a steady number of folks. And I actually read another article that went from that 4% to 12%. 
So it looks like it's really jumped in the last couple of years. Um, if that theory be true. So, so you have friends among you, Chris. Oh, I know it. 12% <laughs> of the population believes what you believe. How does that make you feel? Yeah. I mean, because of the evidence. I mean, there's plenty of evidence there to, to back it up. I mean, it's not cold, hard evidence, but it sure, sure seems like it, you know? So I think in the English language, what you're looking for is evidence. theory. That's true. So you I caught on to that. Theory. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, Mr. Ike says that when you get back into the ancient world, you'll find this reoccurring theme of a union between non-human and human races, creating a hybrid race. Um, it's coming from people who are in charge of the non-human form and this age-old phenomenon of shape-shifting. And so we will see that in like ancient art, um, ancient storytelling, um, just different kinds of sort of references back to these scaly lizard-like humanoids, especially in regards to like reptilian eyes, things like that. Um, a simple, simple way to prove the existence of these lizard people is by recognizing the ones among us with some characteristics. But I'm not going to tell you those characteristics right now because we are going to play a game later in which I will share those with you. You know me, Ooh, I always got to have a game. I love, love a game. It. Um, so Ike also says that the Bible is a way to really, like one of his uh, evidence theories, um, and that it plays a huge role in this belief system. So the theory goes on to discuss that, you know, Ike finds lizard people references in the Bible, specifically the serpent tricking Eve into eating an apple. Um, the Nephilim interbreeding with humans, the Satan's characteristics as a serpent or a dragon-like being, all these kind of phrases really giving that ambiguous first place of like this extra powerful being, being some type of lizard, serpent, snake. Um, it really wasn't a snake. It was a humanoid. Um, I think that this is some easy confirmation bias. Uh, taking place, but you know, it could be a misinterpretation of evidence. Uh, so, you know, we have to acknowledge that. Um, but this belief system is mainly supported by average Americans. So, a lot of Americans believe that it's mostly Americans who are part of that 12%, not a lot of Americans. Um, and it's a lot Imagine of people. Imagine that. Have, <laughs> it's a lot of people who have. Uh, literal to no control over their government or trust in their government, and thus they're easily directed to mistrust those in power. Chris, do you feel like that describes you? Not at all. Not at all. I don't, it's not that I don't trust the government. I just feel like, it, you know, the government's kind of been disenfranchised in a sense, and I feel like it's too, the power's not placed where the power should be. And I feel like that's as a result of some all encumbersome group or set of individuals, um, but mainly around the military industrial complex and then the private industries as well that make up that industrial complex that I could see a central leadership of some kind of, you know, not necessarily lizard people. I think that's just a, I, I feel like that's almost a facade that's put up to, 
take away from the the real problem, you know, and not directly identify that. That's the only thing is that I feel like that they've put that idea in people's head of being lizard people to kind of make it a ha ha type of thing when we talk about a not, not a secret society, but a, a a secret group of individuals that are actually running things outside of your daily political parties. Yeah, that's a great segue into kind of other part that I had where a lot of people um, will make believe this is true for like individuals they don't like or personalities that they disagree with. Um, And there's little opposition from society. So it kind of encourages believers. Um, I think people just sort of like allow this belief to continue because they're like, whatever, are you crazy? Um, without actually looking at the deeper thought of like, is there something, maybe it's not lizards, but is there something controlling the government? Um, I actually agree wholeheartedly with you, Chris. Uh, I think that there is a larger international power, um, not a power that can, not a what do we, assimilation power, but um, of people. So, so the lizard people theory is heavily reinforced by confirmation bias. So it's being, it's like looking just for information that will confirm your thought, like not accepting or allowing the opposition. And furthermore, those who have become attached to Ike's point of view have also developed the ability to interpret some information from vague resources. So finding resources that are maybe not so true or are like lizardpeople.com, which is not a website I recommend anyone go to. It uh, was not the best. <laughs> um, it's a real web. It's a real website, though. Yeah, lizardpeople.com. Is it triple X rated? Uh, yeah. Is it really? Not. I'm not saying that. Like I'm. Interested no, it wasn't. In. It was just. It was just like a stupid. Like it was like you need to buy this. It wasn't really actually a website. Um. So this belief system is also connected to the desire of this structure out of randomness. Um, And really an easier way to explain that our leader, world leaders uh, gain so much power um, because by linking them to a certain group or a certain accessibility than actually saying like, why do they have this power? And kind of looking at like where the power come from. It's just saying, oh, it's because they're lizards. Um, It should be noted that the lizard people theory is not popular by comparison to other theories. So it's not one of our most famous conspiracy theories. Um, And that a number of Ike's followers are likely motivated by the desire to feel unique. And that's why they really like this theory. Um, But (coughs) doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So. So let's talk a little bit more about the lizard people themselves. So these. Anunnaki, Anunnaki, which means the reptiles, what they call them, have controlled humankind. What is it? Anunnaki? Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Is that Japanese or something? No, it's Sumerian. Oh. Did you make that up? No, look it up. Why did the Sumerians get to name the lizard people? Because it's their story from back in uh, ancient Sumeria. That is true. And they call them the Anunnakis. Yeah, they, they're the ones that created people, basically. The only reason I asked if it was Japanese is because it sounds like a really good sushi roll. 
It does. It does. Yeah, but in their stories, Anunnaki are the ones that created. It was Enlil and Enki that created, like, got together. They were kind of like the good and evil in a sense, depending on who you look at. But Alexander Sitchin, kind of his his um, not well his not descriptions, but uh, what they call that when they not decipher but translate. Brain fart. His translations put it as Enlil and Enki, which were like the two main people in the Anunnaki. They kind of, they're kind of like gods in a sense, or these lizard people. And they were the ones that got together and decided to create people. And it was Enlil's design and Enki made them, or it was vice versa. I can't remember which way it went, but, um, and that's where people, humans apparently came from is them, create them to do the bidding, you know, of them, more or less. So, yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, so those people, um, <clears throat> among, so among their ancestors are in, like, those that came after include the belated late Queen Elizabeth II. Moment of silence. Okay. Uh, George W., Henry Kissinger, the Clintons, Bob Hope. Bob Hope seemed like a kind of a random one in that little list, but apparently yeah, Bob, Bob Hope's Hope. one of them. No, 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 no. That makes sense. That makes sense because he was really big in the 1950s. So he's a really big, popular, like pop culture figure. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, and then it also kind of encroaches on, I like that word encroaches, encroaching on other conspiracy theorists here, t- territory, um, saying that like lizards are behind secret societies, like the Freemason and the Illuminati and all of that. So connecting that kind of with them. A lot of conspiracies encroach on a lot of other conspiracies and that's just a common thing. And I feel like it's just as much as I'm into it and I'll listen to anybody's theory. A lot of them encroaching on each other and it's, it's just the way it is. And it's just them, them being the people that are doing the investigating or the putting things together. They're just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. And some of it, I do feel like it has weight, but then others do not. And I think where the, where the overlap is, is more where the truth is, you know, that's, that's my opinion, at least. Do you think the lizard theory sticks? Not not in the aspect that I think David Icke puts it completely. I don't think that there's these shape-shifting lizards out there, but I definitely think there's a group of individuals that may, like, worship uh, some type of, type of lizard deity or something like that, and they kind of just morphed into the third lizard people as a result um, or something along those lines. I could definitely see that happening. And this isn't like our politicians and our things like that necessarily. I think it's the people that are truly running those people, you know, like the, like I was saying before, the industrial comp, military industrial complex, like your, um, Bill Gates types, your, um, like Dick Cheney, Elon Musk. Yeah. Like your, your higher executive types that are, yeah. yeah, the movers and the shakers that are actually, I think, influencing a lot of our way of our world, you know? Hmm. Yeah. 
So, Angela, David, Christopher, what do you believe the lizard people want? Well, I think they want what they've got. They've got power. I think that's, I mean, that's more or less what everybody wants. Power and money. I think it's our loosh. They're after our loosh. That's why they give us these highs and lows so often that they're they're after that that loosh of the changing of the the season basically of our feelings, you know? Like when we're up, they like it, but when they can make us go down after being up, they like it even more and they kind of feed off of it like a a uh vampire in a sense, you know? Reptiles are emotional vampires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Money sucking emotional vampires. <laughs> well, according to I, really the though. lizard, the lizard people are after world domination. So, but, yes. I mean, I could see that, but I feel like, in a sense, they already have that. I mean, I feel like. You can see it, the, the evidence of that, that, that there's already, a, uh, you know, these conspiracy theorists that say the one world government and stuff, you, there's evidence of that already, that there's like a mindset, a, a central mindset that kind of controls the climate of everything. You know, maybe not completely that we're all following the same rules, the same laws, the same complete mindset. But in a sense, I mean, just as simple as the, the, um, the, I don't want to say it because I'll get us pegged on the uh, platforms, but uh, I'll make up a a synonym to it or whatever those things are called. A nanogram. Analogy. The, uh, ba- analogy. A vaccine. You know, it, that that was pretty easy to get everybody on board for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's some truth behind it and there's some real behind it. But at the same time, you know, that's kind of evidence of, you know, David, David Icke, his big thing too is, you know, the, the global elite provide the problem, but they also provide the solution. So that's their goal. They, they immediately, he has a better way of saying it. He's much more elegant in saying it, but more or less is the, the elites provide the problem and then they also provide the solution. And it's all controlled in the sense to, to take things the way they want it to go. Oh yeah. Showing your analogy, what what was your what what would what did the elites gain from this last? I think it, it was a test run in a sense to see if they could convince everybody to do something in a sense as a as a whole. And for the most part, they did. And I think in any experiment, and I'm not saying it was an experiment. I'm not saying that. But in anything, you're not going to gain 100% cooperation. I mean, that's just, it's not feasible. But the, the large majority, they were able to. And then you have people on TV, you know, these, these famous stars and stuff saying that if people that are unvaccinated, un, uh, shouldn't shouldn't be able to go to hospitals for healthcare. You know, and pushing it that way to give the the mindset of if they don't have it, they can't be seen by a doctor, you know? And it and it wasn't saying in the fact that they shouldn't be seen by a doctor for that specific illness. It was like 
If they're not, then if they break their leg, they shouldn't be able to go to a doctor to get seen. Oh, no, it was, it was, they can't go to the doctor to get seen for that specific illness. Uh, because I ran into that when I did have that illness. Um, I had a person in the medical field look at me and say, well, if you were in this place, you wouldn't be able to get medical attention because you don't have that. And, and, and well, I was like, Are you I'm serious? Saying- and they're like, well, yeah, yeah, no, you, you, you wouldn't be able to get any medical attention. <laughs> And that's to me is, is just, that's like telling, here's a, here's a, a similar thing. So back, I might be, my, my timeline might be off, but five, eight, 10 years ago, whatever it was, you had these, my body, my choice people. Well, I think that was more or less for the abortion, but you had the people as my body, my choice. All the moms and, that didn't want to get like all, ex- all the vaccinations that we all had. Exactly. All the inoculate. Yes, exactly. And, and that'd be like telling somebody who a mother who decided to go that route for their child that ended up getting one of those diseases that we're not going to provide health care for your child because you chose that route. You know, and you know, in the first hospital that I went to that I was told that, right. They actually said nothing was wrong and sent me home. Yeah. Well, yes, then, it's two days funny later, how, I was in the ICU fighting for my life. Yeah. And it's so funny that how so fast in that period of time that those same people that didn't want to have their children vaccinated all of a sudden are pushing everybody to get this vaccine. Vaccine. Fuck that. Fuck that up, didn't I? <laughs> so well, I don't froze. know. I might have. So we have no idea what oh, they were fighting for. Well, all the people were that fighting were fighting. Parents. The, oh, we lost them again. Oh, no, we didn't. Wait, I feel like what you're saying is all the moms that didn't want to get vaccinated were like the first ones that went and got. Yeah. And said that. I don't know. I have some friends who are anti-vaxxers. I don't think any of them listen to this. If they do, whatever. Um, and had their kids are not vaccinated and they are, were very much against the COVID vaccine too. And then I have some, like, I will take any vaccination. Like, even if there's no, like, I'm like, give it all. Like, uh, I already can, I'm already pretty sure that the government listens to what I have to say and controls me in in many other ways. So Give me more. Yeah, it's give me I just, more, look, give me more, more, more. I don't care what anybody does. And you guys know my situation. I mean, yeah. I, I am vaccinated, but the thing is, is that I think it should be somebody's choice. That's my biggest oh, thing. Yeah. It should be somebody's choice. It shouldn't be forced. It shouldn't be you shouldn't be outcasted <laughs> as a person. I think it just should be your choice. Oh, I agree. And I think there's it's become it became quite political, like politicized and quite like against the idea of it should just be your choice to being like, I think the powers that be even like made it more. So not just like, yeah. I don't think people should be punished for choosing to not get that. Cause I always didn't get that either. Like I have some, my friend, I have another group of friends or same friend group, but another set who like, won't let their kids hang out with the non-vaccinated kids. And I was like, what do you care? Your kids are vaccinated. Because so, it protects the person who's vaccinated. It doesn't, it, right. it doesn't. Uh, right. Anyways, so what do you care if, if like, I am vaccinated, 
and you're not vaccinated. I'm vaccinated for chickenpox or something, and you're not vaccinated for chickenpox. You're going to get it. I'm not. I'm vaccinated. So I don't care if you and I right. hang out. You're the one that's at risk, not me. Right. Like that's, that's, what, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get People's it. People's logic. I think it's a huge control. Uh, is, thing, is, but I mean, we also know my thoughts on other stuff. Does your friends, okay. do they do they have like a, um, a, a application process? You must fill this out in order to be my <laughs> well, friend. Because how does that so, come up in conversation? Is your kid vaccinated? No. Wait, get out of my house. Oh, yeah. it is, it is super common yeah. in like parenting. I'm not a parent yet. Hopefully uh, soon. Uh, not, you will find out. But it is really common in mom groups, to t- especially 10, 15 years ago. And Robin probably would agree with us to have these conversations about like vaccinations because it was a really big thing. Like, five, 10 years ago at the time that my friends all had, and these are my friends from college, all had kids around the same age. They would get together and there was some conversation in which it came up about vaccinations. And two of them do not vaccinate their children. Um, And then one of them is a doctor and she was like, what the fuck? And she's no longer invited their friend groups because she thinks she doctors them. Um, and then the other one, like somehow just made this decision because the kids aren't vaccinated that she's not going to let her kids play with them. And I was like, that sounds stupid because your kids are fine. It's their kids that are going to get the mumps and measles and tuberculosis. Right. And the kids are so young. Vaccinated children for. But they're so young that they don't even know. I mean, one of the things they vaccinate kids for is, um, it's one of the hepatitis, but it's, it's like mainly pass through like party people that are like drugging and, you know, having sex. And so it's like, why are we giving kids a vaccine for that? But that's another story. And I don't have a problem with vaccinating kids. I mean, I get the downfalls of it and I respect people's decision to not, but I, you know, I chose to, it's the fact that I see it going towards like what China's going through now with the social credit score and that being the preface to Mm. A, a type of social credit score where it's like oh you're not vaccinated so we're you're now uh less than a normal citizen or whatever you know i could see it going that route and this being like the beginning stages of it but yeah i don't know well let's get back to lizard people yeah so where do the lizard people come from so lizard people are thought to primarily come from the constellation Draco or Draco, how I read it, which made me think of Harry Potter. Um, though there are some theories that reptoids come from other systems like Sirius or Orion, we basically know that the lizard folks are aliens. So a thousand years ago, these reptilian beings coming from Orion, Sirius, Draco, wherever, intervene on planet Earth and begin interbreeding with humans. Not physically, though, but rather through manipulation of the human DNA. So Ike believes that it's no coincidence that humans have fundamentally reptilian genetics within their brain. So like our reptilian brain is what is kind of linking to this thought. Um, Draco, of course, is the constellation that is allegedly shaped like a dragon. And if you listen to its Latin name, 
Drokonem, it means huge serpent. Uh, it's the 18th largest uh, constellation. And reptoids from Draco are thought to be very tall and have retractable wings. Um, so, you know, that's cool. <laughs> Lizard people have been visiting Earth since ancient times and breeding with humans, uh, which has resulted in more lizard people, but mostly humans with the potential to be lizard people. So what are your thoughts on that, friends? I would love... Pre- Go ahead. ...to be merged with said lizard person. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I think you just have to be human. And probably... Um, it sounds like... So I honestly do not think that there are people who are, there are lizard people that are pure lizard. I think that there are people who have been all merged within lizards. But as we go on and talk more about like, who are these lizard people, we talk a little bit more of like that incest breeding or keeping it within the lines. And I think that's part of it. I I would love to have on some of these guys that say they were in the secret space program talk about the Dracos because they're apparently, according to them, most of them are the Draco lizard people are kind of like the space pirates of the galaxy or solar system, whatever you want to talk, call it. Um, and it's just fascinating to hear them explain their encounters with these Draco uh, lizard people, aliens. It's, it's unbelievable. Whether, like I said a hundred times on this show, whether it's true or not, the stories they have of these guys that were involved in the secret space program is absolutely fascinating. So Chris, since you're our like resident conspiracy theory, Ike um, fanatic, <laughs> expert maybe, um, what is it Draco or Draco? Draco. Okay, That's so how I've like always Draco heard them. Water. Yeah, that's how I've always heard them pronounce it. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so which famous celebrities are alleged lizard people? Well, apparently it's a lot of A-listers. Um, there isn't a whole list, but from that list, I pulled some names like Barack Obama, um, Katy Perry, Bill Clinton, Angelina Jolie, and, of course, the very famous lizard people, the British royal family. Yes, and real quick. So I thought maybe we could talk about them for a little bit. Yes, I have a story on them. So apparently one of the conspiracy theories that I've heard is that the reason Princess Diana died is because she was about to go public about the royal family being lizard people. And she actually witnessed, and apparently is on record somewhere, I'd love to find it, of saying that she witnessed one of them shape-shifting into lizard people or, or a, a few of them shape-shifting into lizard people and actually consuming humans. Yes. So one of the things I found was that apparently she told one of her closest friends that they, that story and that that was going to be shared. And yeah. Freaking love it. Well, like I said, whether it's true or not, it is absolutely fascinating. And it makes sense. And well, I wouldn't say it quite makes sense, but you think about it as hard as they are, were, are, were, whatever 
it is now on the one of the prince's wives because she wasn't whatever you know was she not compatible with him because he's a lizard person he's like i don't care romeo and juliet type mm-hmm. of thing you know yeah and it was the other part like or was she just maybe like not okay with the lizard people thing after she found out about it yeah all? and she's like i don't want to go public because they're gonna take me out but i don't want my family to be involved, you know, my kids to be involved in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Possible. Well, so I claim that the, um, I guess well, David Icke is the first person to claim that the royal family are blood-sucking alien lizards. Um, is Icke is British, correct, Dave? Or uh, Chris? Yes, he he actually, yes, he is British. He actually has a fantastic accent, but he was a a, a football personality. He actually played, and then for the longest time, like in the 80s, late 80s and 90s, he was a announcer, like a, or whatever they call those people. A broadcaster? Yeah, he was, he was kind of in the spotlight. He was already somewhat famous, but he was apparently injured so it ended his career as a football player but then he started being an announcer and then he kind of started going public with his opinions on lizard people and everything else huh. um, hey, Chris, I have a quick question you. I have a quick question do what? Yeah. can you hear me? yeah so, if if King Charles is a lizard person and he married Diana, who is not, what would that make William and Harry? Nephilim. Nephilim. Okay. Hybrids. Hybrids. Okay. That's, that's what a Nephilim that's, is. That's what a Nephilim is. Yeah, I was giving her the basic version. Oh. I have an answer for most things in conspiracy stuff. <laughs> well, can you answer why you put us in low data mode? Uh, because somebody has shit internet. <laughs> oh, okay. And and me saying it, it's it's probably me, even though I pay way too much money for internet. But that's because they have my neighborhood on a monopoly where I only have pretty much one choice. So that's a whole nother conspiracy theory there, ain't it? Yeah, it's either I have cable, which is one company, or I can have a choice between two satellite companies and I want nothing to do with satellite. So No, that's how the, the lizard people find you. Yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> So Ike claims that the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh uh, were shapeshifters who drunk human blood to look like us and that these alien hybrids are behind the murders of Princess Diana and John F. Kennedy, as well as I said before, like 9-11 and things like that. He claims the only reason the public does not see this is because we are so obsessed with pop culture that we worship these people and we do not see them for what they are. He goes on to claim that these hybrids have become demigods, so part human, part god, 
And because of that, they were obviously perceived as gods, which is why their bloodlines became royal families. So in the Chinese empire, the emperor and his descendants apparently are thought to come from like a serpent god, the lizard people. Um, and it's all founded on the myth of the dragon, that they all come from reptilian connections to justify the right to rule. It goes on to explain this obsession of interbreeding among royals. So marrying someone close to the family to hold the genetic structure or to hold the, the hybrid, that demigod, lizard part. And uh, this can be seen as true uh, because as we know, the queen and Prince Philip were second cousins. So yeah, we have and, seen in more, um, oh, sorry. No, and, and it, it further takes what I said earlier about the um, them not being happy with uh, Prince, was it Henry? And his wife. Harry, yeah. Harry. I know it was one yeah. of the H's. So that kind of goes, flows to that because she's not closely related to the family in some sort of way. So it kind of messes up the, uh, the blood flow. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of the, the certain offsprings of Elizabeth and Philip, um, did not marry. They did not married commoners or what is considered commoners. Um, so there is there's some rift in the royal family um, and been a little bit of a, like I would assume William and Harry probably are like a second or third experience of this half breed. Um, maybe they're like quarter breeds. So, um, but yeah, what do you all think? Do you think that the royal family are reptilians or do you think this is an unfound theory? I think there's, in my personal opinion, I think there's something going on there. It just seems a little weird to keep things so well tight into the family. I mean, it's 2022 and they're, you know, so worried about keeping the relations close to the family. It's just, it, it seems odd, you know? So I, like, like Chris said, I, I completely believe that there's something something going on. I Do I believe it's lizard people? No, no, I, I don't think it's a lizard person, but you know, I, I think there's more of a, uh, an entity there that, you know, wants that all power, all control. You know what I mean? I mean, they, what, what, what right do the Royals hold to anything in reality? They don't actually, govern anything and, and when parliament was enacted and i don't forget what year it was i mean they kind of forgave their rights to really be the deciding factor within england you know so it's like what what makes them them you know yeah, Sorry, I mean, they're, still, yeah, I mean, they're I... still asked aren't they they're still like yeah, but i think it's as a courtesy consulted Yeah, like they have to, uh, well, at least the British monarch is a constitutional monarch. So they, the king, must have been the king now, has the right to um, December, dismember, uh, uh, not Congress, what do they call it? Uh, The House of Parliament, if he feels they are not doing their job. Um, it's never happened, I don't think. Ange maybe fact check me on that. Um, if it did, it's only been like once. Um, and they can do the same in like Canada and the UK or Australia. 
any of the com- Commonwealth. But I mean, their main role, I think, is that family head diplomat thing. They haven't really had power, power in a very long time. Um, but that doesn't mean they don't have a ton of money. Like they have a shit ton of money. Right. And that I think is part of that. And where, where is that coming from? I mean, are they just sitting back collecting money off the people? Yeah, I think some of the money does come from the people for sure. And then like the Prince of Wales gets this thing from like the, it's called the duchy. And it's like a bank that has a shit ton of money in it. And then they own a ton of property that's sort of passed down from their family. It's not even like royal English property. It's like their own. Um, I think they just had a ton of money that's been just sitting and passing down um, that they they have. I mean, and then you have the you have the working royals. So that's like William and Prince William and Catherine and um, King Charles and Camilla and Queen Camilla. And then you have like the non-working ones who aren't. They don't do any of the things with the royals. They don't like. They're there. Like Harry. Prince Harry and Meghan are a good example because they left them and they're like, we don't want to be working, but they still have a ton of money they get from like his mother's estate, um, his grandmother, things like that. Like they're not hurting. He means not at all. She's an actress, which also. Angela, what's your take? I'm not saying it's not possible for sure, but I mean, it's just anything, like Amanda's saying, within power, they could be anywhere. So it could be the British government, could be American government, could be another country's government, too. That's fair. So one of my favorite jokes is um, they somebody made a joke about how Prince Harry and um, Duchess Meghan's um, daughter uh princess Lilibet is um an american because she was born in america american citizen and that she's able to be president and there was some joke about how the brits were playing the royal, british royals here playing the long game because now like if she did grow up to become president then it'd be like oh the royal family once again is in charge of america so they're like playing the long game holy shit anyway. could you imagine i know right <laughs> Damn. Some type of game, right? That's that is some game. Yeah. Well, and actually, so another fun story is. And uh, if you think about it, in the time that it would be for her to be president, like who would remember? Like, would there be would there be a major platform that she would stand on? Oh, my family you know, are the monarchs of England and, and what have you. I know royalty. I know how to, <laughs> I know how to lead or would they just keep that quiet and try and make her the president, you know, through the lizard people. And then, then here we are, you know, we're back under English rule. Well, I don't think they could hide it. Cause she's probably going to be yeah, somewhat in the. Yeah. Her she's last name the is Mountbatten. Or I mean, I think it's Windsor Mountbatten is her last name. So. Never heard of it. 
which is a heck of a mouthful. That's what their proper last name is. That's the House of Windsor, Mountbatten. Oh. Of Windsor. It used to actually be the house of like Schlosslenburg, something, something, something. And it was very Lizard German people. because they're actually quite German. And uh, when the World War one or when World War One popped came out, they were like, we think you guys should change it. So King George the Second changed it to um to Windsor. And wasn't it that at one I feel time like all that the, you know Chris about conspiracy theories, I know about the royal family. Well, wasn't it at one time? Maybe, maybe I'm pulling this from some movie, but the Tsar of Russia, the um, <laughs> leader of Germany, and the King of England were all like related somehow, like cousins or something. Yeah, they're all cousins. Um, through Queen Elizabeth or Queen Victoria, uh, they were all cousins through her and they all looked alike. Right. So I'll, I'll went, post a picture on our Instagram. It, 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 see, yeah. that goes to so, the lizard people theory right there. It's like me, you, and David all ruling. ruling different countries yeah you know? well i think they were actually all second cousins which is weird though but they were all very intermarried and they were so badly intermarried that there was a um disease that came out of it i can't think of what it was um which is well, why it's not obviously it's very frowned upon now to do that and one of them I think it was the one in Russia or Germany. It was one of those two had like a bum arm of some sort, like an arm that didn't work. I don't know, something crazy like that, but they always played it off. Yeah, it was the... um, Czar. What do they call the leader of Germany? Zan Emperor, is he? He Oh, like Kaiser. Kaiser, yes, that's it. Kaiser Kaiser Wilhelm is the... Permanente. Kaiser Permanente. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna here's your list of how to tell if a person is a lizard person. So Ooh. you know, check yourself as it could be you. So they predominantly have green or hazel eyes that change like a, a chameleon. Chameleon. Uh, but their eyes can also be blue. So Chris, I don't know. Shit. David, what color are your eyes? Hazel. <laughs> that's what color mine are too. Um, they have good eyesight or hearing. So that's where they lost us. Yeah. Well, my hearing's going downhill, so I'm good. Huh? All right. <laughs> oh my god, I just <laughs> did you all hear that? Yeah. <laughs> what that was. Okay. Scared the shit out of me. All right. Um, they have red hair. Um, they have a sense of not belonging to the human race. They have unexplained scars on their bodies. They love space and science. Um, they have low blood pressure, so you're okay there, Dave. Um, and they have a deep compassion for the fate of mankind. 
hold on. My favorite, Amanda, from that list, because I think I'm looking at the same list you are, is the uh, capability to disrupt electrical appliances. <laughs> no, I don't have that on my list. That's pretty awesome. Oh, it's in an article I found from The Atlantic. And then, yeah, that's um, the same they... one. I must have missed that. Yeah. And then also alien contacts. Oh, yes. Yes. You definitely know aliens. So most of those described one of my exes. <laughs> yep. Wait, did you say psychic abilities too, Amanda? I did not mention psychic abilities. I think you nailed all like my my previous my most previous ex. Yes, I, I she could be a fucking lizard person. Well, that could be why they didn't work out. Sorry. She tried to suck. She tried to suck the life's blood out of me. All right. Well, speaking of who's the lizard, we're gonna play a game called Lizard or Wizard, and you have to decide if this person is a. They're famous people, and you have to decide if you think they are lizard people or wizard people, meaning they might have magical powers. Okay. I'm ready. So are we basing it on that list that you just gave us? Game on. Yes, basing it on the list I gave you and on your own personal thoughts. Okay. All right. Our first one in honor of her releasing a new album and me being obsessed with it is Her Majesty herself, Taylor Swift. Lizard or wizard? I think she's not a, a lizard. I think she's a witch. So that was that was Savannah. I'm going so we with have, wizard. All right. So we think T Swift is a wizard it's or a witch. Wizard or witch. She's, a female. she's a female. I think she's a lizard. <laughs> uh, all right, Doctor Phil. Lizard. Oh, that's a good one. Wizard. Alcoholic. <laughs> that was not one of my options, but I'll take it. Oh. All right. Our next one is J.K. Rowling. Which? Yeah. Agree. So I guess that defuncts the wizard. Well, witches and wizards are the same. But I actually think J.K. Rowling is a lizard who is secretly sharing her messages about her world through Harry Potter because the wizard, the lizards are from Draco, which is, or the Draco, which is one of the guys who's a Slytherin in Harry Potter. And they could also be from Sirius which is also one of the guys in Harry Potter. So I think J.K. Rowling is actually a wizard. She's also a ginger. Well, you're on something. I'm going to write a book about it. All right. uh, Judge Judy. Lizard. 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 This also can tell you the things I've recently watched based on the people that I'm naming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, this one is for David Ron DeSantis. 
wizard. Come on. He's a wizard. Wizard. I don't even know who she is. How dare you? That will be your next president. That is the Republican governor of the state of Florida. Yeah, I think he's a lizard. I think he's one of the lizard people. I may have Dr. Oz as my next senator. Yes, you <laughs> <laughs> like <Wow>. that. <laughs> that's a true story. About that voting. Yeah, that's a true story. He's running for Senate in Pennsylvania. Really? That's freaking. Oh, I love this place. I love the United States of America. <laughs> I want to say I love this alternate timeline we're in. There All is right. some sort All of right. fantasy reality or some like. You know, this goes back to one of our episodes. Like, there's some string pulling. Some some person is controlling this this universe <laughs> that we're living in, and boy, they're just pressing some great buttons. Cern, let's see what Cern, this, let's see what they'll do here. Cern calls the time slip. I'm telling you. Some time slip happened. Yeah, from Cern. You know the the scientists or whatever that do the. Particle smashing in Switzerland. 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 <laughs> oh, Switzerland. Hello, Switzerland people. They make a lot of chocolate there, right? Yeah. Um, and, cho- and watches. And watches. And holy cheese. Oh, yeah. This is such an American thing. Like, we're like, what else do they make in Switzerland? Chocolate and watches the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite, Ikea. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought Ikea was something else. Swedish meatballs. Swedish fish. Also sweet. Swedish women. Beautiful. Wait a minute. This... Sweden is different from Switzerland, though, right? It is different than Switzerland. Oh, yeah. We're, we're confusing our <laughs> Whoops. My brother's going to listen to this and be like, you're such a dipshit. Yep. 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 That's why I was like, I thought IQ was from like a Norway, like a northern Scandinavian country. <laughs> Switzerland's not in Scandinavia. I can't keep track. Just completely botched all that. That was great. My bad. <laughs> well, we were off to a and good start. To be our back. <laughs> we just took a hard a right turn. <laughs> Into Sweden. All right. Well, continuing on, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Wizard. Phenomenal individual. Very not lizard. Very much wizard. I'll go wizard. Also my I'll man crush. Um, Eminem. Depends on what year. Lizard. 
Come on, if he can switch up like that, Marshall Mathers to Eminem to Slim Sheet, yeah, he's a wizard. <laughs> or lizard. Lizard, sorry. A Swedish Switzerland thing's getting to me. Pre twenty sixteen, I would say wizard, but pre or post twenty sixteen, I'd say lizard. Oh. Um, Tom Brady. Lizard. 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 An emotional lizard that has fallen off of football. <laughs> yeah, I have him and Aaron Rodri- Aaron Rodgers as my QBs. And my friends the other day were like, are you sponsored by AARP? Why do you have retirement people on your team? That's hilarious. So. I've got him and <laughs> the now recently benched Matt Ryan as my quarterbacks. Oh, <laughs> Hey, you know, you should pick up is Taylor Heineke from the Commanders because they're he's a good pick since the Commanders uh, QB is out. Yeah, I might need a new one from the Redskins. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, yeah. Boom, I name actually, drop. Um, <laughs> he was uh, my resident when I was in Virginia. I was his hall director. When you were at ODU? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, only for the summer when he was there for summer practice. He lived somewhere else, like his freshman year, but in the summer, yeah. Yep, you knew who he was. We went to the game um last time. He knew who I is. He knew who I is. And I said hi to him and he came over and said hi. So yeah. All right. And then our last one is my favorite actor man that I think is most amazing the one the only Leonardo DiCaprio Leonardo the lizard yeah good lizard agreed do you think that's why he only dates women 25 and under needs that fresh young blood well thank you for playing lizard or wizard with me uh, Anytime. I appreciate it and uh you know, I love a good game. And that's what I have to say about the lizard people. Fantastic. Still a believer, slightly. Still in that, uh, what, 14%? Oh, you've upped it. Only 12%. Well, it went from 7 to 12, I think, during the podcast. During the podcast. Well, I mean, clearly, like, at the end of this podcast, we're at 14%, thinking we're lizards. <laughs> Oh, I'm definitely a lizard. I tell Adam every morning when he wants me to get up that I'm still becoming human. That makes sense. And it's so dry here. I'm kind of scaly, so. There you go. There's a podcast that this one of my favorite, one of my other favorites is the called the confessionals. It's a pretty big, like paranormal conspiracy type podcast. And, um, He's getting ready to do a spinoff. He's done two spinoffs of his shows. One, he started a show with his father called Higher, or not Higher Side. Um, oh, it's basically a truck driver show. So it's like truck drivers come on and tell their stories. And the confessionals, that started mm-hmm. as he would have people on and they would tell their, you know, paranormal encounters, whether it was with Bigfoot or aliens or ghosts or demons, whatever. And he's getting ready to do a spinoff because he's noticed a, um, 
like this story that's come up in a lot of his shows that's basically like these people that have had these dreams of uh, going into caves and having these uh, encounters with these lizardish type mm-hmm. cave people. So he's, he's starting a new podcast that's solely based around that, that people have had these experiences. And supposedly there was a lady that wrote a book on somebody's direct experience that he has a copy of the book, but he won't say what book it is because the lady just doesn't want to be involved in it. And, um, she she like sat down with him and told him that like, this stuff is real, like legit happened. And, uh, just, it's pretty fast. I can't wait for it to be released. It's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. That I was listening to a, um, another podcast. I was talking about alien encounters and a lot of stuff happened in like a dreamlike state or in a dream. And then this feeling of unsureness. And so, yeah. I definitely think it's a lot to that because it, it's something to kind of way to hide their their doings, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree. Um, all right. Well, thank you both. Or, or thank you all three for joining and listen, listening about lizard people. And uh, hopefully we raise that 12% to at least 14, 15% of the population believing in uh, lizard people. Angela, when you're doing your review of what mistakes we made, figure out how many people we'd need to do that. So we can hit that goal. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us on this episode of the Waters Run Deep podcast. Please remember to rate and review on your platform of choice. Uh, it really helps us out. It shows everybody that they're liking what we're putting out. And, um, you know, tell your friends, your family members, tell anybody that listens to podcasts or you think we might like to listen to podcasts. And, the more listeners we get, the the more content we can put out, the more we can get on the airwaves. So um, any topic suggestions anybody has, you can always email us at thewatersrundeeppodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can reach out to us via Instagram at TWRD podcast. As always, thank you. Until next time. Mm-hmm.